Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to this very special episode, the 394th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and I have Sublime with me to start this show off. Hello. Because unlike the National Decks, we're at PuckleCon at TC or uh, VGC and TCG, and I guess Pokemon Internationals at the North American International Championships. And unlike the Galar Decks, we are all here. Everyone's here. <laughs> Everyone's here. So today we're just going to be breaking down. Uh, we had a giant mailbag this past week because there's just been this huge response to the hashtag Bring Back National Decks thing, and we just wanted to go through it, read it, give everybody their time to shine, and also kind of take a break while we're all hanging out here in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and just having a good time. So we're just going to. We're just going to jump into it. Um, so this first one we're going to get is going to be from P. McGee. Hey, Puckle. P. McGee here again with a take after the big controversy for Pokemon D3. 24 hours later, and the online Pokemon world is still massively upset about our inability to transfer their full Pokemon collection to Sword and Shield. After reviewing what Masuda said and taking another look at the Pokemon release schedule for 2019 and 2020, I believe we need to take a step back. And try to take the news in stride. Well, I'm glad you believe that. (laughs) Good for you. Undoubtedly, it is disappointing that living Dexes will not get to travel all the way to Galar, but have been seeing more posts about people opting out of buying the games altogether, and this sort of groupthink can quickly derail all enthusiasm for something. Well, then don't let other people bother you. I mean, this is one of those things. Like, I think think it's kind of like a spoiled thing for the Pokemon franchise. Yeah. Because, like, we've always had good games, and we've... Well, good Let's put Whoa. good in quotes. Good right? for what Pokemon is. Let's yeah, it, 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 like, yes. And I think this is the first time we had something that was, like, a huge issue. But, I mean, if you look at other game franchises, they do this. And, I don't know, like, yeah, it derails the enthusiasm. We don't get to have that hype. And it's not our fault. It's Game Freak's fault. You can't force someone to have yeah, enthusiasm. Yeah, right? That's what like, it sounds like. if someone has enthusiasm, that's great. Be enthusiastic. Yeah, right? I'm not saying don't be enthusiastic, but you can't be mad if other people aren't. Yes. Yes, yes, And yes. I'm not. Nope. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can't force it. it. (laughs) If we have to deal with this, you have to deal with us. (laughs) Also, it's so weird being in the Mm. same room and doing this. We've never actually done it like this. Facing each other. And like intimate. It's like really intimate. It's like a conversation. Yeah. It's like what a podcast is supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. When they have recording studios. studios? Yeah. (laughs) Except there's a wife sitting on a bed right over here, but it's fine. Uh there is so much to be excited for in this region, and quite clearly, Game Freak has taken our feedback over the years and incorporated it into the games. I disagree with that statement almost entirely, but we'll get there. Overworld Pokemon, so that was never a thing for me. I didn't like that. Um, sandbox area to explore, uh, 
Uh, fluid movement between grass and water. What? Since when was that a thing? I, so like, when was that a request? I don't. Understand. I don't know. I've never been like. Yeah. I just what was our feedback into... about fluid movement between <laughs> grass and water? I missed that. <laughs> and interconnectivity with friends are just a few of the great adjustments. That's the good thing. Fair. Okay. True. That's you know that's a good point. I'll give him that one. Yeah. No, that one's. I... They brought they brought back essentially the PSS. I'm okay with that. Uh, Max raid battles actually look really well thought out and engaging, even if Dynamaxing is a mixed mixed uh, a mixed idea. Uh, mechanically, I think it's cool. Mechanically, it's great. Yeah. But you traded these really, really awesome Pokemon designs for blimp battles. Yes. I, I mean, I granted, I, there's, like, I think there's more to it, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the, the Gigantamaxing leak is real to an extent, but I feel like that's just going to cause more yeah. frustration. Like, I definitely expect it to be compelling strategically with mm-hmm. all of the moves. Yeah, different things. exactly. And there's a lot of strategy involved in that. Mm-hmm. But you still traded like really cool, creative, unique designs that made garbage Pokemon shine. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I'm sorry, Mawile. I loved you. Yeah. Um, I know. Oh, it's gone. Well, to right? be, okay. So, like. And the, we get giant blimps. I'm like, that's not cool. So, Mawile, I'm kind of okay with because Mawile is just like. Okay, so like I just have a problem with the steel feel, uh, the steel fairy typing. The steel fairy typing, but is that really Mawile's fault, or do you think Magirna? I think Magirna is the thing that made us realize the problem. To be fair, the, like Mawile's only good because of its mega and yeah. huge power, and it's so slow. But Magirna got like shift gear. Magirna's yeah. definitely the big problem. I think it's problem. just Magirna. Like the typing's good, but it doesn't make you broken by yourself. Because e- think about it. I think Clef it's easier. I think it's easy. Clefkey has the same typing. I still think it's easier to break that typing than other typings. Yeah, for I, sure. because fairy typing is one of the best Mawile offensive types. Did that? You know what I mean? No, I don't think Mawile did. Mawile was in a great spot, and then Magirna came and, and ruined it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I still feel bad for Mawile, I'm just saying. Now, every time someone isn't in love... Goodbye, Sableye. It's been nice to know you. (laughs) Sorry, Seth. Well, I guess you have Impidimp. He is Impidimp. It's fine. Uh, Now, every time someone isn't in love with the design, they will complain that Pokemon's inclusions probably cost them their favorite spot in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... I get that Impidimp is not the most beloved Pokemon. We just, <laughs> Seth loves him. Seth but the I poor guy him. is getting far more criticism than he deserves because people are correlating his addition with potential subtraction of a likable older Pokemon. Obviously, that isn't how it uh, isn't how it's actually working. But that type of regressive thinking will quickly turn this into another Generation Five debacle. Generation Five had all of the Pokemon in it. Um, the, the difference be, between Generation 5 The and funny like thing this. is Generation 5 said no new Pokemon and you could still get all, all of the, the Pokemon. I, Isn't that, it weird like how you could get be, all the new Pokemon to be fair, and like, still have the old ones? I, I, will say this and hmm. I will say this for a while. Um, like Gen 5's aged like fine wine. I love Gen 5's. I, he's from Gen 5. I didn't care for Gen 5 when it came out. But it is it is definitely like turned into something that I really appreciated. And I think a lot of people didn't appreciate it at the time. Mm-hmm. And Still had the best story too. I honestly think that affected a lot of the franchise, just the way black and white went, because it didn't it didn't sell as well. And I think they just took like a much more simplistic route with it. Fascinating. And I wonder what will happen with Sword and Shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully. I mean, that's the I'm thing. Like, because there was a dip in, in sales numbers, and I wonder if it actually changed anything. And I think there's going to be a dip in sales numbers for Sword and Shield. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see the mm-hmm. sale numbers. Um. People are entitled to their gripes and complaints, and this issue is certainly worthy of many. Yeah. But already, it feels like it's bleeding into the overall perception of the game as an individual installation in the Pokemon franchise, and that is problematic. How is that? Hold up, hold up. I agree with that. It is bleeding into the perception of the game. Why is that problematic? I think he's going to say. Let's see. uh, Irregardless of how many Pokemon can transfer... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 
Pokemon can transfer to Galar. The fact is that Pokemon Home will not even be available at launch. Irrelevant. Uh, I mean, that's fine. We've had that before. Yeah, pre-bank that metas are bother us. Yeah, pre-bank metas are fine. I, it, they're, I think they're really fun because they're different. Yeah, but part of what's fun about it it's is temporary. there's a timeline yeah. on how different there's, it is. Yeah, it's temporary. Yeah, and I mean. I, I'm really interested. I would like this is. I don't think I said this on the show. Sigma and I talked about it a lot. But it'd be really interesting if VGC, if they're pushing this Dynamax thing and only showing it in single battles and how awesome it is, if it somehow like switches to like battle spot singles somehow. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would be hilarious. VGC is kind of losing popularity too. Like the number of people. I don't playing. think they'll change it from doubles though. I don't think they will. Unless I mean, battle spot singles is the way to do it, and they're trying to balance battle spot singles. I can see it, but I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, let's see, uh, more than likely that, it, um, three to five months afterwards yeah, that Pokemon Home comes out, yes. Um, that has always been the case since it was announced last month. And the same thing goes for PokeBank. That right? doesn't bother us. Yeah, that we've been trained, we've been trained for that. Like, we've been we're used for that. to that. That is irrelevant yeah. in our issue, I mm-hmm. think. By that point in the game's life cycle, transferring only serves two real purposes. Pokedex completion and full meta availability. Now, I don't agree with that because I completely disagree with uh, that. Because I think there's, I think there's a lot of problems there. So one, uh, if you're a person like this is outside of a competitive standpoint. I know we're a very competitive centric podcast and we talk a lot about competitive, but outside of competitive in a more casual stance, people like to go through a second playthrough of the game. It ruins replayability. Didn't be able to not take your favorites through, right? Yeah. Uh, people like to do that. They like to breed teams up for the next generation and be like, hey, I want to try, I want to try this. Or, and you this know, gen. sometimes I like to restart a game after I've gone through it all and come yeah. up with the legend so I can get another set of, of legendaries legends. with different nature. But then you can use some of your old favorites. And I think also. And it's so great to use your old favorites for that exact sort of thing. Exactly. And so I think that's kind of where it is. I mean, if you think about something like that, just from a playthrough perspective instead of a meta perspective, I think this is great that we're going to get a cool, like, fun meta without like, Lando. I'm upset about this, and I only use brand new Pokemon when I play through a game the first exactly. time. Exactly. That's what I do as well. I'll just go through with the Pokemon that they give me, mm-hmm. and, like, I hate using, like, it, like with Hawlucha and, Sun and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I hated using that. Like, I, I caught one, and I'm like, no. They're like, it's the best Pokemon to use, and it's like, no, I don't want this. I want to go. This is great, but I I like like this. this. Yeah, (laughs) the meme. Like I go through the game with new Pokemon, but after a while, you want to try something different. And also, this is the first jump to HD, and I'd love to be. And like, what's what's more upsetting is the models in Sun and Moon are currently capable of going to full HD because if you play something like the Citra emulator, you can actually scale everything up to HD, and it looks really, really nice. And the models are there, and I really just wanted to be able to have that on my TV. Be able to do full battles on like streams and stuff, super easy because it's uh, it's a switch as opposed to a 3ds. It's to get modded for that. Um, from a content creation standpoint, I'm not a big fan either. Um, but he says uh, Pokedex completion and full meta availability. N- neither of those have ever been needed to fully enjoy the base game. I agree to an extent, but again, like you can play through the game and enjoy it. Sure, yeah, but I, that's not. I don't think anyone is contesting that. No, I, I I agree with that to an extent, but I think that there's also something. So part of Pokemon, I, I tweeted this out, is that like their creatures are immortal, and it really fills out what this world is. And if you start kind of treating it like I don't want to say Final Fantasy, I think that's kind of too far off. too far off, but. If you start treating it something where you just swap characters in and out every Final once in a while, no. like not Final Fantasy. No, I was thinking Fire Emblem. Like I, I'd say more like Persona. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where you just like you have some of the some of the I forget what they're called. They're the personas, I guess. Um, uh, that people turn turn into like they swap out every other game or something like that. They don't have all of them. Or even Smash Brothers. I mean, I guess that's a good well, one. Everyone's here. everyone's here it's now. Smash. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just want to. That, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, 
Uh, bottom line is that we as fans should channel our frustrations towards the specific problem and not attribute that to every element of the games that we don't love. This is a very fixable issue that can be addressed over the next eight months. Oh, yeah, that's what we're... So So that's not... I don't think... I think you have an issue... Nothing's being fixed in eight months. Well, so it's not that... I, I think all they need to do... So I wanted, I wanted to save this for next week, but Yokai Watch announced they're going to have only 109 Yokai in Yokai Watch 4. That launched in Japan uh, a couple days ago. And then they immediately announced... That they're gonna patch in the rest of their yokai characters over over time, the t- over time. and see that's all that's fired with that one. Yeah, right. I think that was absolutely a response. I'm not gonna lie, and I think that's the thing. Like if they if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. But I think if you expect a response that's gonna fix it in the next eight months, um, two things. If you want people to calm down, one they need to say you that. should announce it. First they of should all. announce that. That, that that's how that's how oh, you'll get that. Let's talk about speaking of this. We need yeah. to talk about what happened. At the North American <laughs> Challenge on stream. You tell the story better. Okay, okay. So there was a player from Japan uh, who was on the stream for the video game side of things, for the VGC. And they always interview the winners of the matches that are on stream. So mm-hmm. you have this woman interviewing this man from Japan who doesn't know a lot of English. But the um, the person interviewing him essentially asks, what would you do in the future to be even better? And he said, I can be even better in fairly broken English if they add all the Pokemon in Sword and Shield. It was hilarious. <laughs> On stream, the nerve, I loved it. It was amazing. Watch. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. But yeah, I mean, that's you have to announce it. And then the only reason that I think at this point that they'll make that announcement is because of the frustration from mm-hmm. this and from the people speaking out and like from the people a who are upset. Situation, so yes. you would want to announce it if you have a fix for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, and this isn't. I'm not trying to bang on you. I'm just trying. No. To, I'm just trying to respond Although, like, to what what's going I on. Uh, I'm hopeful it will. But even if it isn't, Pokemon has been an enjoyable part of my life for nearly 20 years, and that's great. Um, and over I, 20 years, yeah. Maybe. And I, I am not in, about to let one of the questionable decision after my uh, uh, alter alter my love for the series. Pokemon has weathered similar storms before, and the fans have always come out happy. I don't know that that's true. Uh, I mean, there's so I think this was kind of more of like a straw that broke the camel's back type situation. Because I mean, I, I don't. I think you and I are probably on the same page. Like I think like when they ditched national decks, I wasn't too upset. I was upset with the Battle Frontier not making it into. All, I don't all, even care about. But I don't care Frontier. that much. I don't care that much. And here's the thing. It says that we're blaming all of these elements. And here's what I've been saying a lot, that we're blaming every element of the game we don't love because of this. It's more that Pokemon gets a lot of leeway in a lot of other yes. categories yes. in exchange for being Pokemon. Yes. So when you don't have all the Pokemon, Pokemon what why are, are we doing? giving you that leeway? And so I so like I, I I don't I don't mind that argument. The only thing I have like I want to buy into that argument fully and be just as upset. But we haven't seen everything yet. But I think this is just—I think it was just bad PR. Oh, it's like, terrible! Really PR, bad PR. I think they Although, showed. I think they did that because they would have gotten far worse PR if they did. If they did it publicly, so yeah, it was yeah. bad PR to avoid worse. There's PR. PR. I think it was. Yeah, the whole thing's just—it's a mess. And I think they just need to go. Hey, we'll patch them in. We're done. Like I'm but happy. They haven't, and that's probably because they're not going to. Yeah, I mean, well, they said there was no decision in a recent interview uh, whether or not to do it. I think that was because they're just like maybe we should leave the door open for that. Yeah, leave uh, it ambiguously open. open answering questions. Just because we want to know how bad the reaction is. Well, we'll see when the sales come yeah, out. We'll see. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a really one of the best-selling Switch games automatically. I'm just very curious to see how it compares to other entries. Yeah, no, I, I am fifty percent more for maybe fifty percent fewer Pokemon because <laughs> <laughs> it's a sixty-dollar game. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. 
You're not wrong. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm somewhat Ooh. I'm somewhat frustrated with it. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> we might be just a little frustrated. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, oh, by the way, we should mention that a lot of other people are coming on the show yeah, today after I, me, I, and they have a myriad of perspectives. Yeah, everybody has different perspectives actually. So we're gonna have them. And we're all getting along. Everybody, great everybody's gonna be swapping in and out after this. So. Uh, Sublime and I are going to leave here, actually, and we're gonna we're gonna hand it on over to somebody else. So we're gonna play, I don't know, like Price is Right music or something, and then you'll you'll be welcomed to somebody new. So catch them on the flip side. Stay sublime. <laughs> I'll be back at the end of the show. <laughs> so we'll see you. I'll see you on the flip side. So me on the flip flop. peeps this is basket and this is 10 little men and we are here to read some salty emails oh i'm very excited for this one. Oh yeah this one is by our very own liger so liger writes hello puckle people liger here just wanting to give my two cents on the new games and region first all the pokemon they all look like their designs are well thought out and fit well with all the other 809 monsters. Open world sections of the game, great looking new multiplayer options, and both wild encounters and Pokemon in the overworld really make this game come alive. And it looks like it'll be one of the best in the series. That was until the big bomb dropped on us and... That we will not be able to bring some of our friends from games past. I find this very disappointing that some of my friends won't be able to make it through Galar Customs and have another adventure with me. Oh, that border control is strong in Galar, unfortunately, by the looks of things. It is. Okay, um, where was I? What are some of the Pokemon you want to be in the game but are unlikely candidates? For one, I, for one, want Luxray, but think it will miss out seeing that both Electric and Yamper are confirmed in the games. Also, is there any feature that could be in Pokemon Home that would make you more likely to upload past friends into the cloud? For me, if it had something more similar to Pokepelago or Dreamworld where I could still interact with the Pokemon in Home, it would take the sting out of the bad news. Thanks for being the greatest Pokemon podcast like no one ever was, Liger. Aw, thanks, Liger. I guess we can start from the bottom um, and work our way up. So, yeah, if, if, if there was something to it like Pokepelago or Dreamworld, I think that that would be a lot of fun. Me, personally, what I think would be super cool is if they made some sort of, like, um... Smogon-esque, like, obviously it wouldn't be Smogon, because Pokemon hates Smogon, but some sort of Smogon-esque, like, uh, battling arena that you could do, specifically through that. Yeah, we, I know people were talking about it in Discord a while back, join the Puckle Discord, but... <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, it'd be cool if there was some sort of, like, battle simulator part to it. I mean... I know they probably don't want to do the full models for the games with walking animations and everything, but in home, they can already have a ton of the models from Go that they could really kind of use, and I could see that being a good sell for Pokemon Home. Yeah, you can't battle with them in Sword and Shield on the big screen, but you can battle with them on your 
phones. Yeah, and even just like reuse old skins. You know, like I wouldn't like because home is is. Do you know is that like a completely separate application? Yeah, home is like completely separate, and it connects to all the games. I think it also connects to like Virtual Console, Pokemon Go, just about everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if they used like old assets that just weren't as updated, I wouldn't even care, man. Like, honestly, one of the coolest things I think they could do with Pokemon Home is when you say use old assets, it got me thinking. What if they just like even took some of they had a 2d sprite mode that would be really cool throwback to older games because not everyone has seen the pokemon in their old 2d sprites anymore yeah yeah that would be super super cool and you'd have some of those like funny uh some of those old funny sprite like pieces of the pokemon that you have no idea what they actually are yeah (laughs) like <laughs> which, which gen was it? I think it, it might have been Gen 2, but it looked like Feraligator had, like, these giant butt cheeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I think that's Heart Gold? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, th- that's a glorious back sprite. <laughs> I guess uh, now that we're done talking about the uh, debatably positive part in Pokemon Home, uh, l- let's keep things a bit chipper here and see... What Pokemon would you want in the games that are unlikely candidates? Uh, I think Luxray is like a cool Pokemon that I am sad that, yeah, Electric, so Magnetric, Yamper kind mm-hmm. of steal that spot. And it's a shame if Luxray doesn't make it in because he's super cool and super underutilized by the Pokemon franchise. I can't even remember the last time you could catch a Shinx early game. <laughs> Well, for me, um, I never liked, like, when I saw Luxray originally, I was like, that looks like a really cool Pokemon. But every time I've had any in-game interactions with Luxray, he's just been such a disappointment. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. I mean, a little underwhelming. Hey, maybe he'll make it in and get buffed. You never know. They are, uh, paying attention to the balancing this time, right, guys? <laughs> You know, if they did have, um, if they were going to continue with Mega Evolutions, I would say, I want a Mega Evolution for Dunsparce real bad. And I've wanted it for a really long time. And now it's never going to happen. And I'm really sad. But now they don't need to have Dunsparce in. Yeah, no, I'm going to disagree with you on that one in a couple ways. One, they still need to have Dunsparce in because Dunsparce is my baby child and I need him to be (laughs) the love of my life. But also, I don't want to see a mega evolution for Dunsparce because I like Dunsparce. I don't care about Dunsparce's hypothetical evolution. I like Dunsparce. I want him to have a normal evolution so I can abuse a Violite on my baby boy Dunsparce and he can shine like the little chubby wing snake he was ever supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) all right so what uh which ones are you going to be most upset about because you used his example but what pokemon specifically is 10 little men going to be most okay so he's asking what unlikely candidates do i want in first off i'm gonna say which extremely likely candidate do i not want cut and that's magneton magneton has existed in every regional deck's Ever. So I am very concerned that this is going to be the first one he's not a part of, and I'm going to be very salty about that. I think that would be a point in his favor, though. I mean, you can't get rid of Magneton. I, I mean, I mean, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but like, I guess l- let's look at the silver linings. What unlikely heroes do we hope to see join the ranks of Galarian regional decks fame? Um, if I had to choose one, well, I mean, it would be Dunsparce, but considering <laughs> we've already talked about that adorable fellow, I want to see Giraffarig. You know, he's a super weird, doesn't belong in that region at all. A two-headed psychic giraffe doesn't seem very British to me, personally. But it's always felt so close to being good. So I'm going to take Game Freak at absolute face value. Let's say, yeah, we're trying to balance this game. We're going to buff things that need it. We're going to nerf things that need it. We're going to try and make things right. You think they're going to buff Giraffe In a perfect world, maybe. Maybe Giraffe Rig will finally... Like, he has a super cool move pool. Like, that's the only thing he doesn't need buffed. It gets, like, Shadow Ball, Uh Psychic, Zen Headbutt. It can go mixed. It can go full physical, full special. That thing's move pool is super jank. And it has, like, 90 as its high space stat. So, you know, room for improvement. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree with that. (laughs) Plus, I always thought that, like, in... In Gen 5, when they had the new evolutions for old Pokemon that had already had three. Or Gen 4. Yeah, I'm sorry, Gen 4, yeah. Um, when they did that, I was ex- expecting that Girafferig would actually have, like, an evolution sometime in the future. Now that they had opened that up, just because those that little, like, head. Oh, it's so prime. If anything... Giraffrig could use Omega. Giraffrig would love Omega <laughs> Evolution. Mega Giraffrig. <laughs> Mega Giraffrig. I'd love to see what that is. <laughs> It'd be... I'd love if they just completely cribbed Mawile, just made the little head on its tail turn into two heads. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> Everything else the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then... Um, oh, there's this hilarious um, meme that someone brought up in the, in the Discord chat. And it was... Uh, what was it? It was um, it was Blaziken, oh, right? Yeah. And he was walking up through the the Galar like Pokemon customs line about who was going to be let in, who was going to be let out, and then this like I can't remember if it was like a Machop or a Throw or whatever. Oh, I think I remember the exact one you're talking about. It's Pangoro. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and then he he has to check to make sure that it is indeed that Pokemon, and so he like karate chops him. And then it, it, like, poofs, and it's a Zero Aura, and he's like, get out of here. Like, I loved that. That was so fun. Great meme, but Zero Aura, making it in. Come on, let's be real. They've invested too much into Zero Aura merch for that Oh, not Zero Aura, uh, Zoroark merch. Right, yeah, For that guy to get cut, there's no chance. Oh, definitely. And he's super huge in the TCG right now. I don't, I do not think that he's going to be cut. I guess we never even asked, what's your unlikely hero to slip past Galarian customs? Oh, man. Um, you know, I actually really want the Pidgey line. Yeah, I mean, I mean, see, I here's know the thing. they're basically one, useless. Five, one, so that's a pretty holy number if you ask Game Freak. I think he has a pretty good shot of making it in, even though if they're really looking at balance, they're really like, oh, what belongs here? It should probably not be Pidgey, but I mean, you're I, right. I have I have faith in it. I mean, watching watching season one, watching the Indigo League, mm-hmm. Pidgeotto, that's just coolest Pokemon. Sure, he loses every battle, doesn't matter, still cool. <laughs> <laughs> he is super awesome. 
Also, I'm really hoping that, um, cause I know they were talking about like rebalancing the meta and things like that. I really hope that they don't get rid of like some of the battle elements, you know, like, like, like the items and things like that. Yeah. I mean, they haven't talked about that or anything like that, but just their whole like rebalancing thing that they've been saying, like that kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Well, I think this has been a successful reading of most of what was covered in the email. Thanks. That was a really good one, Liger. That has a really good conversation. Uh, and I guess we'll throw you guys on over to the next two hosts. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Puckle Peeps. Welcome back to this very special episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am the Fluffy Swimsicut. Alongside with Lord Jujiro. And we are about to bring you an email from our dearly beloved, the British Gent. Good day, dear Tash. Mm, that is just wrong. And his beloved... <laughs> our Let's Sigma? Our Sigma. Our Sigma. You have changed a lot. And of course, <laughs> the loveliest Swimsicut. He got that one right. Nah. <laughs> Well, what a week we have had. I think the best way to describe it is a bag full of emotions. Being in chat and Discord was great fun during the directs, chatting with others. To everyone listening, if you have time when other directs happen, I recommend coming into chat. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, you can join voice chat if you're up for it, or you can just join like the text chat. Yep. If you want a quiet session, you can just join the chat and you're going to see a wall of text going really fast or you can join the <laughs> voice chat and just hear a lot of screaming yeah they're both um hype in their own different ways just pick your flavor so let's jump into it as a philly would say and start with the elephant in the room the national tax yeah let's definitely do that yeah they said they were going to do something different from the word go does anyone not think that this no national decks was part of their plan for the war go? Hmm, that's debatable. Like, yeah. I personally think this has been a long time in the making, mm-hmm. but Tash has been pointing out hints to me that this might be a more recent decision. Okay, interesting. I don't know that. Um, I'm actually going to be, maybe a lot of people are going to rage with me. I have no problem the whole national decks thing. I understand that a lot of people are, you know, you want your favorite Pokemon and that's totally understandable. But at the same time, we got to be, there's at the same time that this, uh, what you call a uh, scandal is going, this, you know, national decks it as they call it, whatever. At the same time, we're also having something in, in the video game industry. And that is the realization that how much developers are getting completely abused in the workspace, completely abused. Uh, they don't see their families. They work, you know, a hundred hours a week. And to us, it might not seem like a big deal or it might seem like a big deal not to have the national decks. But at the same time, um, they, those programmers, those developers have families and I don't want them to lose time with their family so I can have Jolteon or whatever obscure favorite you might, you guys might have in the most current game. And that's just how I feel. But that's beside the point. Sorry, Felfi. That is not beside the point. That is a very, very valid point of view. But you're totally going to get Jolteon though. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know. Evie. That's, that's the suggestion. If you're going to get a favorite, get a favorite that is popular. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, British Gen says, reasons. 
trying to shift up the VGC meta? Trying to prevent hack demands? To give Pokemon a change, like what they did in black and white? They don't like people hacking their games. Could this help a little bit to prevent it? Having nearly 1,000 mm-hmm. Pokemon, including the different forms, all in one game. Could you make that work so that they are all in the overworld? Because they would be the same models, right? This could be just a decision they made so future games don't have to have 1,000 plus months in it. Which I think is very legit. Like, yeah. That's probably the reason they did it. How do they put all the items in the game and make it so it works in-game to make it worth putting them in, seeing as no one liked the fact that they had to work slash pay to get megas? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think this is like a different kind of concern. Yeah. Like, uh, if this was a book, it would be like a Watsonian versus Doyleist approach to the problem. <laughs> but yeah, I-, I think this is like twofold. Like, as Jushira said... Programmers need a life, too. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it becomes harder and harder and harder to sell a game to new people yes. when they think, oh, there's like 1,200 Pokemon yep. in this. It's just not worth even beginning to try to learn about them. Yep. So I think they're, they're managing both like the user end and the developer end of the problem at the same time. I agree. So, British answers. How about they have done this so that next year, or maybe two years will be better, they bring out a remake of Gen 4. I don't think we will now. I think we will see something new. And that adds the Pokemon we miss from Sword and Shield. We still have them, just not on our latest cart. They will be there for the next thing. We have not lost our Pokemon. They are just in a retirement home for now. <laughs> and that's a fair way. It, it, not even a retirement, because if they are coming back, they're just being taken care of in your box until then. That's really all. It is a big issue. Ooh. Yes, I understand. Many people are mad. But we have to. And you guys, if you've been listening to this show, you and you've listened to my opinions always, you will always hear me say, tamper your expectations. Don't. Uh, don't just go all hell out and expect the world because, again, these games take time, they take resources, and human beings are making it. And like Fluffy has just explained, not right now is a thousand. In four years, it might be a thousand three hundred. In eight years, it might be two thousand. There's no way we can maintain that much many Pokemon or things in one game and not technologically speaking don't misunderstand me for the gamer as well do you think that any new gamer is going to try to fill the national decks if there's a thousand two hundred and I'm not talking about us the ones that are dedicated to the game and are hardcore and we love Pokemon but think about the casual gamers which are way more than us and they won't be able to be uh, capture 2,000 Pokemon to fill a national deck. It's just unrealistic to expect that we're going to always have all of our Pokemons available. It's just, I don't see that happening. Yeah, it's not like, it's not valid that you're upset about Correct. that if yes, you are. Not, because, yes. I mean, so far, we've always had the national decks. Mm-hmm. So it was fair for us to expect it in the next game. But at the same time, there are practical concerns. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the email. I do think at times we forget that it's the game company that make a game for us to play in their eyes. 
not how we want to play. We just have to be patient and play a game with different Pokemon. I understand everyone may have a different point of view to, e to me, which is fine. I'm so glad to see in the Puckle community that though we may not all agree with each other, we do respect each other's point of view. I feel the last few days have been a bit toxic online in places, but in Puckle, we can at least be civil to each other. Yeah, that is why we're here. 100% correct, yes. Always, always and forever. Now, the good stuff. I know it's not much in general gameplay, but we now can move the camera around. Awesome! This doesn't seem like much, but this is a first for Pokemon. I'm all over this. Like, I know it's just in Wild Area, but it's a good start. Yes, it is. We haven't seen much about the towns, but what we have seen looks great, and I look forward to visiting them. The color we have coming for this game looks so beautiful. Mm -hmm. The wild areas are a great idea that I think will work very well. Still keeping the grassy areas for random Pokemon to jump out on you is good for the Nuzlockers. I'm looking at you, Fluffy and Basket. <laughs> yeah, here we are. The bonus bit about this is you can either walk into it or walk away. An exclamation point appears, letting you know a wild encounter is there. Finally, we won't have to deal with all the Zubats of the cave all the time. Mm. We might have we Zubats might. They, in We cave. haven't like, seen the cave still, so we don't know yeah. how that mechanic is going, so we might still need those repels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like, is it gonna be Zubat? Or is it gonna be Zubat 2.0? Because so far we have Marip 2.0, mm. we have Whimsicott 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy and to say to talk a little bit about the uh how beautiful the game like we played this game uh we obviously were at PokéCon right now and we came to the international uh, north american international and we went and they were have demos of sword and shield so all pokolonians were able to test it out over here and the game looks gorgeous trailers don't really necessarily give it a lot of what you call it merit Yeah. Like it, the game looks really good and the animations are so crisp. That gin leader uh, we fought was Nessa, Nessa, Nessa and sh her model looked amazing. The attacks looks amazing, and the Dynamax Pokemon are put at least for me exciting. They are amazing. It even sounds awesome. Like the best moment in the demo for me, I Dynamax Hulu because of course I did, and it went bah. <laughs> and I, was, yep. I like I legit my knees turned to water. I almost fell on the floor from the giddiness. Anyway, back to the email again. Thunderstorms, rain, and electric terrain is set on the battlefield. Are we in for new Pokemon that set the weather with a new move slash ability? Or are we also going to get other terrains mixed with weather? What do you think? I think they might be keeping that mostly for Dynamax, but who knows? Mm -hmm. Like, if if they are trying to limit what was the power of the Tapus with Dynamax by making every Pokemon able to do that in a limited manner, maybe not. But, you know... These are the same people who gave us Ultron and Crossma, <laughs> Landorosarian, Mega Rayquaza. Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Mega Nandel. It's just. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes, just the when they're pouring that sugar and spice, they might go way too hard on the spice, and those Pokemon become a little bit too powerful. And nothing nice. <laughs> <laughs> the designs of the new Pokemon. I love them all. Oh, dear lord. Have you seen the Queen's Own Yamper? That little beauty. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. The little beauty looks, well, let's be fair, happy. happy. 
My little girl loves it, and I think it will become a favorite. Dude, it already is, to me at least. I love it. Yeah, they are all great. And yes, even Impidimp, Dark Fairy, I love it. I'm with British Jet there. Uh, I love Impidimp. I know you don't. I have issues with it. <laughs> Several. Anyway... <laughs> We've had a nice selection shown to us so far. I look forward to seeing more in-game when I play. I'm now waiting on the next few months to not show us anything else. Yeah, Thatch, I know that won't happen, but I don't <laughs> have to look. Which is also my personal you, philosophy, yep, by the way. Also, Wimsicott, yep. I think I will do what I did for Gen 7 and go internet-free with the last, within the last month before it's released to save no, something from being spoiled. but we'll miss you. I At mean, least keep your... No way. Well... I mean, he can, like drop into the Discord blindfolded and type in <laughs> stuff to let us know how he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's about enough for the email right now. I've still got my thoughts on the rest of the game, like the gyms and how they seem to work, puzzles and battles followed by walking into a stadium, but I will save that email for another time. Till next time, the British Shant. Awesome, British Shant. Uh, regarding your last uh, sentence... Um, we played through the dungeon, Nisa, uh, Nessa's, uh, dungeon, gym, sorry. And, uh, the puzzles were fun. Yeah. And even Dr. Shamu and I agreed that even the last one was surprisingly hard for a gym, uh, puzzle. So the challenge, there, there's some challenge there for sure. Yeah. And it works exactly like you say in the email. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, I we really appreciate this email. It was awesome. It gave us a lot to talk about. But I think now we we have to jump off we do. and leave room for someone else. So, so see you guys soon and someone will come in and replace us. Yeah. See you next time, guys. <laughs> I think. Why are we on the? Oh, I guess right, we're doing different tracks. Okay. Pumped, yeah. And we're back for the PuckleCon live show. I'm R Sigma, and I'm Linian. And we've got another email here, and this one is from Antonin. Do you want to read? Uh, I can if you don't want to. <laughs> if you could, the angle's just not great. Oh, okay. All right. Hello there, Doctor Thatch and his disciples. I'll get straight to the point. I like the absence of the national decks, but only as an intentional move. Strong choice, but here we go. I I, I mean, that's where I agree with them, too. <laughs> like if, it, <laughs> if it's an intentional thing and not them just not wanting to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, let's continue on. I've been playing Pokemon since I played a green ROM hack translation a long time ago and have played every generation since. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I when think was your first? My first was a copy of Sapphire that I got when I was like six or so. But then I went back and I've played everything but an original Gen 1 game. Ooh. Oh, I mean, you're probably okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've been I'm playing fine. since Split, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what have we all asked for? More story and a better and more immersive world. We're getting it. And the cost of the national decks isn't a big one. I think it actually adds to the story. It makes the region and gameplay unique throughout, including post-game. Okay, well, I, okay. 
I've got a yes and no's here. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing is no, it actually makes the post game much worse because the post game doesn't really, like, we're never going to get to see how these guys interact with the other things. You could always, mm-hmm. like, if you're just doing a friendly match, you're like, okay, Galar decks only. Well, we know what that is. Like, that, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. need the game to enforce that. Yeah, you could always do that. And that's how VGC is anyway. So it was kind of weird that they tried to use balancing as a. <laughs> but at the same time, maybe they're moving to singles. And if that's the case, then yeah, there are some things you can breed that probably don't want to be in a later version of VGC. And I mean, I'm, I'm of the opinion, like, if you had to, like, nail me down, like, what's your thought on this? It's like, this eventually was going to happen. I just want there to be a forward plan that yes. is obvious, but they really haven't said that. They've said this is going to be the plan going forward, but they haven't said, like, they need home transparency. is good. And there's not any. They've been very shut up. That, that's their big weakness, is they don't have transparency right now, and that's why everyone's freaking out. Like Because they don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, I still like the idea of a stadium-esque game, but... And maybe that's coming. We don't know. Like, I think that could be an answer to this, but oh well. Let's continue on. Your national decks is essentially Pokemon Home, and that's where your Pokemon will be. That's our catch em all. Pokemon Home is Professor Oak holding all 50 Tauros that you'll never use. Yeah, no, I'm kind of <laughs> with him there. That's 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 yeah. a good point. <laughs> like, I still hope there's more to do in Pokemon Home than... Well, I mean, I don't trade. want it just to be a box, a glorified box. But I do understand, like, that, yep, nope, that's your completion. I, I'd love it to be closer to Dream World than Pokemon Box. You know, if it had a National Dex in Home, I think that would solve a little bit of this, at least. Not all of it, but... I mean, I don't know how, I mu- how much I like the Sun and Moon version of the National Dex being in Pokemon Bank. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know about that, but all right, continuing on. And yeah, making fully 3D models of a thousand Pokemon and their forms is tedious, expensive, time consuming, and it takes up a lot of space. I want Game Freak to focus elsewhere, not on recreating yet another iteration of individual Pokemon models that will never see the light of day outside of a box because they were transferred just to complete the decks. I mean... How many of you actually play your entire national decks? And if you're not playing all of those Pokemon, why even have them in the game? It's kind of where I've ended up. My first knee-jerk <laughs> was anger, but like I've chilled a bit. I mean, I remember when I used to have full living decks in my games, and now I just keep them in bank. Well, <laughs> I just have competitive Pokemon in the game. And even then, like, I don't... When was the last time, like, I really... I'm trying to think. It was like, when was the last time I was on cart? And I was like, oh, Summer League or uh, PDL. Like, I, I, I'm I, on Showdown. I'm I'm other places. I don't feel like it's a personal thing. This is not like a everyone should feel this way. But, like, yeah. the, I've never transferred. Like, I, I had to pull something from Gen 6. I was like, how do I do? Oh, yeah, bank. Like, there was a moment of, like, actually having to figure out what to do. And I, I wouldn't have missed it in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't like that it's not an option. I mean, I think but, the big thing is you could outsource the models. Yes. Creatures Inc. used to do it, I think. Yeah, and on top Genius of... Genius Sonority would be fine at it, too. Probably. Even, like... The, and then, like, the space argument is null and void. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You can fit all of them on, like, tiny... Dirt. They can... I mean, I look at Breath of the Wild where they had monoliths off do a bunch of stuff, too. Yeah. Because they're better at certain things. You just work together with other companies to get your big game out. And Especially if you're doing it once a year like Pokemon's or Game Freak's been doing for, like, the past four years. And it's not like they don't have the money or the guaranteed sales. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't... The resources should not have been a problem. 
Yes. So if it's in, but so then back to that core argument, if it's intentional, this is better yeah, than if it, it's lazy. It sounds better if it's intentional, but at the same time, maybe they, sh- I don't think they should be the ones working on the sprites. Yeah. I, I think it should be Creatures Inc. And I don't think they should be the ones working on all the games either. I think they should let Genius Sonority do more. They've, they've, they did the Coliseum games and the, Col- people love those games. They, like, you don't need a competitive game every year. You can take a break, a year break, and let another company do a Pokemon game. Like, and do, you, you want them every year. Do you know what we didn't get in Gen 7? Basically, any spinoffs. Those things used to pad the release calendar in a way that mm-hmm. just really didn't take the same kind of pull through. They don't need their full team where they didn't have any of them. They just had someone else do it, and it was fine. Yeah. They've got onto this one a year release, and I'm not sure it's been beneficial. I mean, I understand getting two and within every three just to change up like VGC and make all of the legendary Pokemon available because Colosseum or XD Gar- Gale of Darkness ruined VGC, and that's what we have to do now. But that's beside the point. <laughs> Good old follow me, Magmar. Oh, oh boy, yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> okay, we're almost to the end of this email. Plus, it really doesn't make sense to have a Mareep in a region with a Wulu, for example. Even if it's just collecting reasons, home is for collecting. That's our, your new box. Sword and Shield is for playing. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's yeah. why we have Palpatode and Polygirl. They're the same thing. You just get to choose which one gets to be in a national deck. So that's what we've had since uh, Gen really 6, Gen. probably. Yeah. Because Gen 5 just made so many redundancies that you could actually pick which version of this Pokemon belongs here. I want a three-stage rock type that uh, evolves via trade. Well, do I want a Bulldor? Do I want a Graveler? Do I want to get an Alolan Graveler in here? I mean, like... Yeah, I mean that. (laughs) Good old Sun and Moon taking both. (laughs) (laughs) Let's give it Sandstream. Make it a little interesting. (laughs) Let's take both, but make them each different. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good for them. Yes, but no. It's like, I want a fire turtle. Well, do I want Turtonator or do I want a sunny day? Uh, tor- what is his name? Drought Torkoal? Drought Torkoal. Mm-hmm. We're nodding at each other that you can't hear on the audio. <laughs> yep. That, like, you can pick now, and that's cool. It, I understand people who still want the Pokemon to be able to interact with the game, though. They, yeah. Like, the true. Them not existing in that dex doesn't mean that there should be a ban on them existing in the region. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so the, let's continue on. And you might say, what about competitive Pokemon? Well, Pokemon competitions already have that role, right? Yes. Yes, they do. Um, on what Pokemon you can and cannot include. This just makes it easier for newer players who don't have to dip their into gener- other generations to compete as well as others. This is wrong on two fronts. One, One <laughs> they could just set the rules that way. Two, they still might need to dip into other generations for egg moves or transfer moves or mm-hmm. good old. They bolts. still transfer. <laughs> good old event moves are still horrible to get a hold of. Like v create Victini is not v create is not Victini's move. It's searing shot. Mm-hmm. Bet you didn't know that. Or like, <laughs> how many times have you gone? Oh, I wanted this Clefable with soft boiled. Now I need to check painstakingly every other move on this thing's list and make sure it doesn't conflict with that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, dipping in... Yeah, being able to transfer Pokemon, period, to... Means that you're going to have yeah. to dip. Yeah, there, there's no avoiding that. Though, it does prevent it from being in VGC because of the little region mark. That, yeah. yeah. That removes the complications. That Provided it can't be passed down. Yeah, yeah but Smogon will still dip into old generations. 
So I do hope this trend continues where each game isn't considered an accumulation for the series, but rather an individually crafted world and story with Pokemon Home bridging the gaps. I think he meant culmination. Uh, he probably did. But, you know, they accumulate too. <laughs> I I will agree on that point because look at Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like, Sun and Moon were the better games, right? Yeah. But Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had the better features, and that's the one we have to play because of that. Oras was the same way. XY was probably the better game. That's debatable. It's debatable. I preferred X and Y's aesthetic. You could change the bottom touchscreen in that game. Like, you could you just. Could? Yeah. And oh. they removed that from Oras, and I have no clue why. There were multiple designs for X and Y's touchscreen. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> I, why did they remove that? Feature? I don't know. See, I I only played X and Y after ORS because uh, Gen 5 killed my interest in the franchise for a solid like three years. I came back because they were remaking the games that got me into the series. Mm. Uh, when I finally played X and Y, um, I was very confused why Flabebe didn't take super effective damage from Ember. Because this is a grass. <laughs> I had to sit there and Google what a fairy type was. Because I was like, what does it even do? <laughs> Don't Doesn't like Dexio or Senna tell you, hey, they're fairy types. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that said, I honestly would not be surprised if, one, Pokemon Home had some kind of gameplay element that could use all your Pokemon somehow. Maybe like a petting zoo, maybe something like Sonic Chow Breeding. Oh, I love Sonic Chow Breeding. But that's... <laughs> Without running in circles on a Tauros? That sounds amazing. <laughs> we Okay, maybe home has it. Maybe we don't. We have no yeah. idea. Yeah, they, they don't know what they're doing with home. <laughs> I feel like they don't, and I feel like that's a good thing. Because if they haven't made decisions, they can make good decisions. True. The next game in line, or number two, the next game in line comes back with the National Decks, because they finally have time to finish it all. I I don't think they're going to... I don't think so. Game Freak has historically been very it. bad at retra- backtracking on this. Maybe next gen. Maybe. If, if they don't fix it with Sword and Shield, I don't really expect it for the next generation. Because they, they're stubborn. and They're very stubborn. It's a possibility, though. I'll give them that. They're, hell hath no stubbornness like a Japanese game company. <laughs> How do you feel about pachinko things with uh, Konami characters? <laughs> <laughs> and number three, a non-mainline game comes out to utilize all of the Pokemon and provides old school Pokemon experience. I'd be okay with that one, honestly. Yeah. Like a stadium-like game? I A Battle Revolution or something. And the reason I say that one is like not... You got all the formats. You got all the... Mm-hmm. Like, it has its own campaign in a way. Like, yeah. I could see something like that. That would be great. I, I think that would calm a lot of people down. Just you know being <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it would calm a lot of people down. But yeah. I don't think that you could announce it until next year, which is not a good thing without it. People are still reacting. at this point. You screw at this point. Burn your marketing to the ground. You need to you need to salvage public opinion. Oh, you, you announce it early. Say we have nothing to show you, but, but it's coming. This is what we're working on. Yeah. Anyways. This is from Antonin, as we, I think we said at the beginning, but I'm not sure if we did. So we did, and we do have a PS. I do realize that I'm among the minority of games gamers. Okay, yeah, I'm of the minority of gamers, where I like to go with the flow and experience the game. What games the companies come out with, rather than try to immediately fix or wrap them into what I want them to be. And also, I appreciate Thatch's call to everyone to be empathetic to both sides and towards Game Freak. I think, honestly, what, what a lot of the conversation is missing is that empathy. Uh, mm-hmm. Just be nice. Remember, 
the internet is awful, but that doesn't mean you have to be. Yeah, and eh, there are some games that aren't quite worth <laughs> experiencing. How they, especially yeah. in these days where a lot of games are pre, re, they're released before they're done. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a like there's a difference between a good early access that's like no we're really like close here's what we've got versus and, like the uh, we got a gun you should pay yeah or there's <laughs> then there's Fallout seventy six where they completely backpedal on what they wanted to give you and it's like here's what you wanted and I don't know how that's gonna uh, work out still it's I, really bad when your game's thirty bucks after two weeks it's in. <laughs> Fallout 76 was a cavalcade of bad decisions. <laughs> uh, the first was letting a tiny team touch your poke, touch your Fallout license so close and just go, yeah. it'll be fine. But <laughs> the, the, I think the feedback to that was a lot worse. So, but that was on release and not as much. People yeah. were people were hesitant on announcements. So there's a difference there, I guess, between those two situations. I'm Pokemon needs to do two things. First, they need to get transparent about their plans. I don't care what they are until I can hear about them. If I don't have anything, I'm going to panic. Give me a, tra- just a transparency on that, and they need to start pushing other news to flood the cycle so that when you search Pokemon, you're not seeing crazy rants. You're <laughs> seeing, it's, hey, look, a new Pokemon. If they drop a new trailer, Kotaku has to run that instead of their fifth piece about how pissed Pokemon fans are. You can <laughs> learn how to headline bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, they went media silent, and that's probably a problem. It's probably, like, the worst possible thing they could have done. Hopefully, hopefully in the next week we get something, but we'll see. Well, there's the thing on the 29th. Keep your eyes out for that. Yep. Anyways, I guess we're done with this segment now, so we're going to pass it off to another team of co-hosts. I believe it was Thatch and someone else, but I think so. No. No, it's it's Shamu and Scrawn, so enjoy that one. (laughs) Oh, oh, enjoy that one. Goodbye. Bye. back this is me viger and i'm here with mr maximus and it's PuckleCon as always we just got a new batch of people up here to talk about stuff and we're going to be getting right into our mailbag and this one is from mikey you want to take it maximus hello thatch and whoever he has well that's most of the <laughs> that's big guns here at puckle yeah well, did I really muck that up? <laughs> it's Puckle, people. Puckle. Yoding Change Podcast. Well, we haven't been on for a while. <laughs> yeah. But um, here's his mailbag. Hello, Thatch and whoever he has. I just wanted to share my thoughts on the recent Pokemon news. I think the Dynamax is pretty great. It solves the problem that Game Freak has where everybody's favorite Pokemon can be special. Let's talk about Little Timmy. Mm-hmm. Little Timmy's favorite Pokemon is Wooper. When they announced Mega Evolution, Little Timmy was so excited because he wanted to Mega Evolve Wooper, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't possible. Little Timmy wanted to see Mega Wooper. <laughs> <laughs> Z-moves came, and Little Timmy could make Wooper the hero of his team with Hydro Vertex, and it's made Little Timmy happy. <laughs> <laughs> now we have Dynamax, which means Little Timmy can now make his Little Wooper into a massive monster. And with Max moves, Little Timmy can have Whooper go crazy in battle. It is the best bother. It's the best of both worlds. Small typo in there. 
of both worlds. Little Timmy can now mega evolve and use Z-moves with Wooper. And this is why I'm happy with Dynamax. Because Little Timmy can be happy, but me too. <laughs> As for the Galar Dex issue, I'm sure it will resolve itself. Especially with fans saying that they want. If anything, it'll be fixed by Pokemon itself. Pokemon Home. Be fixed by Pokemon Home. Well, I cannot read this evening. Oh, well. We need to be on more episodes. Yeah, we probably do. We need, we're rusty. Until then, not every Pokemon being in Sword and Shield won't matter until Home is open. Flip to the flop. I am out. Mikey. Well, thank you, Mikey. Yeah. Nice little story. Hope little Timmy has some has a lot of fun with Dynamax Wooper. Maybe even some more smaller Pokemon that all of a sudden go Dynamax. I just want to see a Joltik. I, I wonder if that Dynamax is relative, oh, yeah. because if they're, all, if they're the max size, then you're going to have almost normal-looking Pokemon standing up to giant versions of smaller yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. Is like I guess probably everyone else has kind of said that the uh, Sword and Shield demo is at uh, Internationals, where we are currently for PuckleCon, so most of us, hopefully all of us, by the time this goes up, has had a time to actually use the demo. We've actually seen Dynamax. And they actually do scale all the Dynamax Pokemon to their same size. The only opponent we've seen is uh, Dynamax Dreadnought, but even, like, Corviknight, who gets Dynamax, is roughly the same size as Dreadnought. Grookey's the same size. All of them are. So to see something as small like Wooper or even Joltik or even Magnemite (laughs) standing up to all these big-name honchos around there would be pretty nice. Would be. Anything else you want to put in on this one, Max? The Galar Dex issue. I know this is uh, yeah, this is the hot button topic. Great issue with a lot of fans, myself included. But I can see why. I'm going to be one of the like the ones. I'm going to keep a level head on this one. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of data. Yeah, we are getting up there, folks. We can honestly say, if not this one, by the next one, we are going to have a thousand Pokemon. Gen yeah. ten by the max. Yeah, probably definitely. If not sooner, with Gen nine. And the thing is, this is a jumping onto the main consoles, people, and they're trying to make sprites for everything, and then they still got the animations. I know some of the animations are going to be more general and may not look perfect with it, but mm-hmm. over time, I get it. I guess they want people to enjoy the region first, and then once, let's say, a competitor comes around, then they'll worry about that. But usually when it comes to the first year anyway, you use what's in the, the national the, the yeah. decks anyway. So You always go through their regional decks first, and then it's post-game when the national decks opens up, and then you import everything, forget everything about the Galar region, and then just start grinding on that VGC team. I think they're wanting you to literally go into the forest to appreciate the trees, mm-hmm. as opposed to just going in there and looking for something else. And I kind of see where Game Freak is coming in from in that direction. I will say this, I'm sort of on the passive side as well, not just because Magnemite's been in every single regional deck thus far, so I don't really have anything to worry about, but it's also six months off. Things will change, more updates will happen, the list of Galar's regional decks will get larger and larger, and then maybe it'll be like, hey, the national decks is in and we figured it out. Who who knows? It's too early to to call. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't seen Gliscore yet, but I did see Snorlax, so I'll just hang with him until I can find him. Yeah. So. Well, it's either Gliscor or Gligar. Yeah. If you see either one, then you're good to go. Oh, yeah. But anything else you want to add in? Um, or do we want to pass this off to the next group if there is a next group? I'll just say PokeCon's always been a good experience for all of us. Mm-hmm. We've met so many of you guys listening to this, and 
you guys are literally the blood of this podcast. Yeah. And we want to thank you for that. Without you guys listening, we really wouldn't be doing much of anything. We'd just be screaming to an empty room and nobody would be listening. But the fact that you guys are here makes everything worth it. So, but I just, from all of us, we'd like to say that we really appreciate you stopping by, downloading the podcast when you can, listening to them and all the other stuff that goes on too. We really appreciate the involvement in the community and the expansion that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we can kind of leave it yeah. for now. Maybe then Thatch will put us on some more episodes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Time will tell. Who knows? But we will pass it off to the next crew, and we will see you guys on the flip-flop. Yep. Mr. Maximus. And Viger. Signing out. And I am Zakran, and, and we are all here to help bring you the PuckleCon slash Bring Back <laughs> National Dex episode of Puckle. Uh, We're reading listener emails on the topic of Dexit. Oh, Dexit, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the email we have here, though, is from Jess, um, it's from the Zaraun? Zaraun? It could be any of these pronunciations, or maybe I, something I, completely different. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> All right, so I'll start off. Greetings, Thatch and Cast. While I understand the distaste regarding the reveal of permitting only Galar decks entries into the Sword and Shield entries into the franchise, I stand on the opposite side of the fence. I am actually in favor of this change, and I, I, right. I, I agree with him slightly for some reasons, just because it's one of those things we we knew it was going to happen. No, we didn't. We, well, <laughs> my, my thought is, too, you guys think, yeah. what, what happens when we get to 8 million Pokemon? You can't put that all in one game. 8 million is an unfathomable number. I know, but I'm saying it's an, it's an extreme. <laughs> like, we've hit 800. Honestly, I'd like rather they add, like, maybe 20 Pokemon in a generation we've than already take kind of seen that. We've seen that with, like, Gen 6, where they started, like, they kind of hit, like, okay, we can't add... 150 Pokemon to this. So they added, what, was like 80, I think, 87? Yeah, something. like 72 or something. Yeah. Though yeah. Lolo had more, I believe. But, like, it's one of those things where... Because people, they want all of them back, but they also want a lot of new ones. So it's, it's a weird eh, balance. You know, like, I say keep the regional decks, but, like, after people have accustomed to it, then yeah. you add the other Pokemon yeah. in. Like, the, that's fine. The whole patching thing Don't is take like, it out. Because yeah, that hurts competitive players, it hurts the yeah. community as a whole. Like I, it's right. Like, like you've probably heard this all like six times yeah, already with the other hosts. Well, yeah. All right. Like, but we'll get. Yeah, we'll keep on going. Um, I will be disappointed when eventually my favorite Pokemon will or may become unplayable due to the restrictions. Swadloon, am I right? Oh yeah, Swadloon. We need, we need that Swadloon. If you like Swadloon, I'm upset by that. <laughs> um, the change is healthy for the long term evolution. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. Because like. We didn't expect it now. I guess I, I agree with that. We shouldn't have gotten it now, but they should have given like it would be nice to have like a year or two head up. Like, hey, at this point, we have realized that we can't add these all every single time, and from here on out, there is a chance that we won't be adding all the Pokemon in. But really, why this is, I I feel a big yeah. thing. It's because they just did a cold turkey. They just like they just say, hey, we're not doing this, and they didn't give us a reason, a real reason why. I would say. I sure, think that the sure. current one was animation. I think is what it was. Hmm. They're like they can't do all the animations because they're redoing they're they're redoing all the animations. 
You know, I could see it being a possibility in the next game that they add everything else that was missing before. That, that would be nice. I, I would love that. I just, after this, I can't hold my, like, I can't be have high hopes for that. Just because they already drawn it to us <laughs> once. Right. Okay. Oh, let me, uh, okay. But the change is healthy for the long-term evolution of the battle community. It's kind of that same thing. The meta will constantly be evolving with each future iteration of the franchise. You will see some Pokemon in prominence, Garchomp, Metagross, Gardevoir, etc. Possibly be phased out and returned at a later point. Ha, do you want to- you, you know, I, those are Pokemon that are incredibly marketable. And they I think are. there's a very low chance that any of those are cut. If anything, uh, well, like, out of the, if we say five of them, there might be one. Just because they are trying to go with a theme for the region, which I kind of am okay, okay with personally. Like, yeah. you think of, like, okay, you're going to see an alien in Europe. Right. Like, I kind of get why. Like, and also it makes sense, like, you're not going to see an Ultra Beast in every game now from now on. Yeah, it I would think they're me- just going to cut all the Ultra Beasts. They probably honestly. are. They, I don't think they, like, a lot of the legends are going to get cut because, like, why are you seeing all these other legends sense. from... Yeah. yeah, it's a lore thing. Like We won't see Tapus, we won't see the Ultra Beasts. Yeah, because those are meant for Alola. They're not meant for Kanto, <laughs> not for Johto. That's why they're doing that to a degree. Like, yeah. Pokemon that's like... Even the Lolan forms, too. Like, mm-hmm. So even a Lolan form in, uh, in Galar? That makes... Why do you have both <laughs> forms in Galar? It's a... We- it's a we- because that means they're natively... They're supposed to be natively... Or, the, like, how do you pick and choose that, right? Yeah. You know, like, we'll have Alolan Exeggutor, but then, say, we won't have, you know, Alolan Radicate or something. How yeah, do you it's pick like, and choose that? And how is it a Alolan species happening, not Alola? It just like, kind of so, creates so is this, Alol- this it's weird. uncomfortable yeah it's, just, yeah, it's this weird disjoint with the regions and such. Admittedly, like, that if there is a positive, it will be that there's a new meta. Yeah, like, that's one thing um, I am... I'm yeah, always excited for. We won't for. see Lando T slash, you know, Tapu meta. Yeah. Probably. Like, there's a chance we will. There's a like, chance. <laughs> there's a slight chance. I don't I, know how they bring back, you know, these island spirits of Alola into a game that doesn't have all the Pokemon. Yeah, like, you the know, only thing I could... How do you could, justify that? The right? only thing I could even see, which I don't think will happen, I don't want it to happen exactly, is a effective DLC where you go with, like... Like, if they have a program in the game where you go somewhere, like, they had in Gen 4, with, like, you go to that, like, little island path to get Shaman. Mm-hmm. But if they did that with, like, a whole map or, like, a whole, like, hey, you're taking a quick trip to Alola for this, like, little thing. And they go, like, you go through a little mini story, and at the <laughs> end you catch a Tapu or something. Or better yet, you add the rest of the Pokemon through loot boxes and surprise <laughs> mechanics. Five dollars a pop for a chance to unlock Ralts. <laughs> oh, that'll get the money, yeah. Oh, um, my God. Oh. I, I, I... Right. They, they, there's many things you can do. Do I think they'll do them? I really don't, but I, I would like to have hope for some. I would just want them to admit that hey, we aren't doing this. We should have. We shouldn't have done it this way. But I, there's not much we can do at this point. Uh, yeah, but, Nintendo has been pretty unapologetic about things in the past. Yeah, but they have you know reconciled things in future installments yeah they might do something soon yeah, they don't like their negative press but like they also don't say anything until they have to yeah they don't say anything until they have to or they have uh, a it's frustrating i would say maybe optimal like optimal um wait like an optimal announcement like once we like hey this is definite this is 100 percent. like they won't say anything until they have something ironclad yeah that's not going to change or anything like that or... but it it really should be known um like, a lot of people are saying they don't have the space for this. Um, Nintendo Switch cartridges absolutely have the space for all these Pokemon. Uh, they were yeah. limited to 32 gigabytes, which, you know, m- 
like that even that could hold all the Pokemon, but now they're able to hold sixty four gigabytes. So we're seeing games mm. like The Witcher Three being ported over. And yeah, stuff. that's the same. That's twice as much memory, and it's like. I think the 3DS cartridges could hold like eight or sixteen gigs. I think it was like sixteen, about yeah, sixty-four gigs, four times that. Absolutely, yeah. it can hold all the Pokemon. It's I, just a matter of development time and them not having enough employees working on it. It's probably what it is. Because I think they also there's they no even, real reason why we shouldn't have them, uh, even in future installments. Because I think they mentioned that the reason that Animal Crossing Two is being delayed is because of crunch time. I think was part of it. Was that a thing or my like? Yeah, crunch time is like that months leading up to a game's yeah. release. But they were, cause they didn't want to like have that, so they pushed it back. Which pushing games back really upsets investors, and they're they're kind of like doing the juggling act with it, and it's because, a whole frustrating. Thing. It kind of confuses me that they're doing that, but then they have this game, which is not a hundred percent complete, but they're still it's it's a weird like two sided coin. Like you're doing this, but you're not doing this. It's I don't know what they're thinking exactly, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not really hoping at that point. I think but. they're trying to highlight the Galar Pokemon. That might be. And that's and that kind of helps you with kind of. There's thing. no reason why they shouldn't release the rest later. That's, yeah, that's my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. All right, so where uh, are we? We seem ready. So, however, seeing the last played Pokemon rise from the ashes and see the light of day is exciting and invigorating. Seeing what someone will do without their Garchomp, who has been the staple of their team the last decade that is what i am looking what i look forward to and honestly that's what you're gen- gonna have garchomp <laughs> you'll probably have garchomp but like um with gen 6 pre-bank ou that was my favorite format personally because yeah. you had a lot of limited stuff like quagsire was good Miltank was still solid right. but then also um what's it called uh mega venusaur was running rampant because people saw sick fat and a bulky grass type and poison and grass this fairy coming out too like, that was seen a lot. That's how and it was Tal- just like, Talonflame was so good. Because... And Talonflame was good, too. Like, you get a lot of these weird other Pokemon that weren't used before, but they're good in this meta because of what else is there. Mm-hmm. And was that... Was that the use of Pachirisu won VGC? Um, that was 2015 or 2016, maybe 2014. But it was, in that, it was in that kind of range. Mm-hmm. But, um... That's like one of those things. Like, you see these random Pokemon coming up because <laughs> they have an access to something... I really think that was a very selective meta because, like, the reason that was good was because that meta was very selective. What they even were Gen using. Seven prebank was great. Yeah, I love that. I love prebank stuff because you don't have here's it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like um relating to TTG. You have a pre-release. You go to a pre-release. You get like a little pack and you get cards and you have limited resources and you have to make do with what you have. Sure. And I know one thing I kind of enjoyed too was like getting Pokemon. Like, okay, so I'm over the GTS and I'm like. What do I get? I have a modest Ente. Oh, this is crap. But let me see. What what can I do with this modest Ente? How can I make this good? How can I make this a set that can do something? <laughs> it's like, is it the best thing to do? No, but it's a fun thing to do and it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's working with what you have and trying to make it something that works. Sure. All right. But uh, with this change as well, however, it gives rise to a world that could feel like it's living and it's a living and breathing entity. Game Freak can introduce in-game events again. The last actual event I can only recall was Victini at the release of Black and White. Maybe wrong, but it seemed like it's since forever since then. Uh, yeah, every With other... an actual area that's unlocked. Yeah, they haven't Maybe. done... They did a lot in Gen 4, even though there's stuff we never got in America. Yeah. But um, it, Gen what, 5 had a few. Gen uh, 5 had a couple. Gen 6, uh, what did they have? Did they have anything in Gen 6? I don't feel like they... I don't they didn't have anything unlockable, but they did some like kind of specific areas for stuff. Um... I would be okay with that's like I kind of want that because I remember Gen Five too had a lot of area that seemed like 
you're supposed to do something here. Because <laughs> the one area I remember was, um, Ocean 5 also had Zoroark. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Zoroark yeah. entity with the yeah. Raikou entity and stuff. Uh, Genesec, too. Genesec, yep. You had the dowsing area. Absolutely. The, I think the area was already in, but it had more access, like, more stuff to do when you had Genesect. Mm. I think that's how that worked. I might be wrong. But, like, I remember Gen 5 had other areas, like, at a... There was one of those seaside towns. I don't know what it was. Was, it, was that Undella? It's Undella. Undella. And then you had the uh, sunken area. But you could do that, and it wasn't, it wasn't a specific air to a legendary. Yeah. No, no, they, it never did, but there was, like, a little platform at the bottom left, I think. It had, like, two rocks and, like, an empty space in between. It was, like, a, a very symmetrical area. And I just always mm. remember, like, is that Keldeo? I, I never knew until, like, they gave us Keldeo, and it, like, never happened. Actually, uh, <laughs> it's weird that you bring this up, because in the anime, the under, the sunken temple near Undella is where uh, Meloetta uh, oh. is found. Uh, and, like, Meloetta does the relic song there, or whatever. Yeah. It, uh, activates something, something that... It, it was in the oh. anime, but it never... Yeah, because they had, like... I just remember this, like, little plateau, you go up a little stair, and it's like, I think it's like a two-by-five area, with, like, two rocks in the top. I, I can remember the layout kind of mentally, but I, like, I just never, I was wondering, oh, will I do something, but... Unused assets. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would like that personally, for our events. Alright, I'm, I'll go ahead and finish this up. Okay. I may be wrong, but it seems like ever since then, every giveaway has simply been log in and visit the Pokemon Center. We could also have seasonal variants play a more impactful role. Game Freak could roll out a few content Pokemon patches throughout the life cycle of the game, which could make the meta constantly shift and evolve as they produce their next game. I'm just a speculative guy with no audience, and hope everyone can look at the possibilities available with this change. With hope, rather than hate, good luck with the show. Zaraun. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like the positive attitude. Yeah. It, it's, it's a light in the darkness. Yeah. It's one of the, <laughs> like, whatever light we can get, we just have right. to take. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that's gonna go ahead and be the end of the Zakran and Dr. Shamu segment. Uh, actually, uh, Thatch and Uncle Ashwa are gonna go and wrap up the yep. podcast today, I believe. So go ahead and, uh, get ready for that. We will it's pass gonna... it on to them. Absolutely. And welcome back. So it took a second, but I'm I'm back here to end the show. It's Trainer Thatch, but I also brought with me Uncle Oshawott. Hey, how's it going, kids? In, in his in his first debut appearance, I'm I'm overjoyed. I think so. It's an honor. <laughs> it's an honor. It's a pleasure. I'm here forever. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna crash your crash your night um, with one last email. Um, grab the tissues. It's sad. Um, this is, this is like an initial reaction. We got this one like legitimately like six hours after the treehouse aired. And like, uh, this is from, uh, oh my gosh. I, he gave us his name, Trainer Cord. So I'm just going to jump into it. We're going to comment about it and then we're going to wrap up the show. And, uh, hopefully you all got something good out of it because I didn't listen to any of this before I recorded this part. So. <laughs> Hey guys, Trainer Cord here, longtime listener, first time writer. That sounds like they're writing into like a love thing. Yeah. Um, after watching the Treehouse live announcement, I felt that it was time that I wrote in and expressed my thoughts. I've been a Pokemon fan since it first came back out in 1997. Pokemon Red and Crystal got me through some rough times in high school. I want more details. Ruby and Diamond were something that I played exclusively during my time overseas. While I was in Japan, I managed to live out my childhood dream of being able to buy a copy of the newest games, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire at the time, in the place where it all started. I can't begin to explain how happy I was to be in Japan during a release of a main series game. 
It was an awesome experience, to say the least. Now, here we are. With the news about the next mainline Pokemon game not allowing me to transfer all my Pokemon from previous generations to the current generation, I'm at a loss for words. As someone who had to experience this before with the transition from Generation 2 to 3, it's especially rough. I still remember the disappointment I felt when I found out I could not transfer my beloved Tyranitar to the Hoenn region. I understand that there were hardware and software limitations that prevented this from happening, but it was still sad news nonetheless. Now here we go again. Wow, this is really, this is dark. Yeah, Uh, the difference being, uh, there's no real limitations technically. Yeah, right? There's no, like, time is the limitation, right? Like, uh, the community as a whole has, has, has to wait with bated breath to find out if their favorites are going to make the cut for the Gala region, like Maractus. Uh, no, <laughs> that he totally wrote that part. I promise. Yeah, I, I saw it. Yeah, Here, knowing let, that if let it, me just let me just. Yeah. <laughs> now I lost my place. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a good bit. I don't even know. It if was it a good up. bit. I hope so. It better be. It needs to be worth it. The community now has to wait with bated breath. Blah blah blah. Knowing that it could be years before people are able to bring their Pokemon friends with them on their latest adventure. True story. For uh, what is it? Not per ugly. It's uh. Well, Perugly counts as that, but also um, Glammeow mm-hmm. hasn't been in the regional decks since 2007. <laughs> or I guess technically 2009 with Platinum. Yeah. Uh, but that is the last time it was there. It's been in games. It's been it. Well, it was in it was in uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That was the other only other game you could catch it in. I believe it was in Black White 2. Don't I, know. That's a solid question. Don't have an answer. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> and now... Uh, I watched this announcement with my wife who was getting ready to work. To say that she had an emotional reaction to the news is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> my wife, who got into the franchise much later, relative to me when I lent her my copy of Platinum while we were dating, uh, she told me later on that the only reason she got into Pokemon was because of Piplup. When she started the game, it was a snap decision for her to start her journey with it. She named her newly gifted Piplup Nobu and went all through the Sinnoh with, all through Sinnoh with it in her party. When new games came out, she would transfer up Nobu and take it along on her new adventures through the games. She's grown so attached to it that she doesn't even call it or any pup-ups by their evolutions by their names, only referring to them as Nobu. <coughs> when we were watching the direct, we heard the announcement. My wife literally broke down into tears. Through her sobbing, the only thing I could make out was, What will happen to Nobu? Mm-hmm. Of course they'll have penguins in Galar, right? It's the only thing I could say to her to console her over the potential that her little Piplup Nobu would not be making the cut in the newest generation. The announcement that had made an immediate impact on my enjoyment of the games as I was pro- in the process of completing a Ribbon Master in anticipation of the new games. Kazaru, the name of my Ralt that I caught in Gale of Darkness, has now been steadily collecting the ribbons throughout the generations. On Kazaru, I would have something special to bring to Galar. Right now, I'm stuck in Sinnoh trying to get all the Super Contest ribbons on Kazaru, now a fully evolved Gardevoir. After this news, I don't even want to complete the challenge for the fear that it would be wasted. Uh, good news at least. That one's in there. Like, that mm-hmm. one's confirmed. <laughs> yeah. The thought of not being able to bring my favorites forward to the newest generation quite simply is not fun at all. <laughs> maybe it's too early to tell what's going on. And maybe this is all an overreaction on our parts. There's still a small part of me that believes that Game Freak will allow us to have all of our Pokemon in the newest games. It's the single piece of hope that I have for this franchise now, and I'm more with OK than losing Z-moves, and I'm kind of bummed about losing Megas. 
I thought Megas were a great way of adding new Pokemon without adding the Pokedex. But this, yep. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, you still add new designs, which I think is the problem, right? Like, um, but like, I don't know. It hurts. <laughs> Uncle, I send. I think Uncle Oshawott and I each morning we wake up and we send each other a Reddit post about it's, this. <laughs> it's simultaneously uh, flattering and fun. And uh, heartbreaking and makes me depressed early yeah. in the morning. Uh, <laughs> it's a great way to start your day. Yeah. Um, I hope that this email wasn't too long, and I also hope that we get some news about allowing our favorites to transfer to the newest region. I don't want this email to end on a low note, so I'd like to say how I'm happy for the guy- work you guys do to the podcast and the community. Listening to you all really makes the drives to and from work a lot easier. Keep it up. <laughs> That's, that's like it's just like yeah I hate this game keep doing this podcast guys you're doing great <laughs> yeah sign trainer court I hope he doesn't hate us now no um I just wanted the Nobu because like I want that to be a thing like let's make that our new cheer like hashtag happen- bring back Nobu hashtag what'll happen to Nobu yeah. <laughs> but yeah I think like an important thing this brings up is the fact that doing this in any way like personally. I feel the starters are safe. I'm sure they'll find a way to get them in there somehow. They, okay, so if they make the sta- starters available, their argument for balance goes out of the window. They could always put it late game and like technically have post uh, post game stuff the be way- regional. Maybe I don't know. I'm still worried because of like because then we just get back into the circle of like you messed up your balance, whatever that means, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I I don't know. It's just a, it's a p- terrible argument. And go back to the yokai wash thing I said like earlier in the show with Sublime. Like come on, step it up. If they can do it, you <laughs> yeah. can do it. No, but the point I was trying to make with that is everything starters included uh, is now on this scale of. Uh, popularity you know so, mm-hmm. so like yeah it, I, I agree uh, i think personally piplup might be there probably you might have a shot there but my maractus <laughs> has been chopped it, it is what is left at the bottom when they're done uh editing the movie <laughs> um it, it it had one of its uh, maracas stolen and stuffed inside a ludicolo um <laughs> You could probably dress it up like a Ludicolo and like sneak it in, you know. I'll just hand two of them into a, to a Cacnea and say this will do. I don't know. I I mean, it's the problem. I I, th- I understand like emotional things like this. It's a very emotional argument to be making in this point, but I think it's also what I mean. That's what Pokemon is, though. Like the reason you play it is because it makes you feel good. Yeah, and it's all about feelings. And I feel like to an extent you're cutting it off, especially from your older loyal fans. It makes it, it just a game a creature you know it's it's a thing in a game that you'll use because oh it looks cool or oh i Mm -hmm. like it that or i recognize that with before it was oh that's this one that i'm attached to i'm gonna bring it over yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna breed it from an older game yeah it had that interconnected everything it just just interconnected the world that was the big thing it added to the immersion i'd say i agree with that that's one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. this kind of devastated me a bit because (laughs) yeah i i I like the immersion and when you take gone yeah yeah when you take a layer like that away Mm -hmm. it doesn't make a bad game it just makes not it just makes it a game it makes it a game like it, it makes it instead of being the game it makes it a game and like it takes it from uh, yeah, like you said, the immersion. Like, it's not a world that's full of life and these creatures that can be anywhere. Um, and, like, because you can say Alola or, like, Galar, like, this Pokemon thinks it's too cold to go to the Galar region, as Jushin yeah. Nishi Masuda said in a recent interview. And it's like, yeah, but I can still bring it. Like, people bring animals there all the time. There's zoos. 
Um, yeah, that that was my major thing because I'm not a lore person mostly. I don't really care about this yes. split timeline, uh, whatever's going on there. <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense from a very surface level why yeah. in a world where we've introduced there's all these regions, they're like right next to each other. You can go to any one. Ash mm-hmm. literally goes to a different one all the time. What's preventing a Pokemon from coming to that region yep. afterwards? I don't understand that. Like yeah. from a story perspective. At oh, all. It, it really ruins the immersion. Like you said, it ruins, yeah. the, it ruins the world. And I hope they do something to remedy this. I mean, they definitely noticed. They definitely noticed the backlash. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at a lot of social media, uh, not only is the backlash still happening, but also they've slowed down on a lot of their social media. We, uh, right before this, we came from, uh, looking at the Instagram. Yeah. They posted a nice picture of someone with a hat with all these pins on it. And the first mm-hmm. comment is, wow, that hat has more Pokemon than you'll have in your Galare decks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty brutal out there. Um, I mean, I, I understand why people are upset. I understand why people are upset that people are upset. Um, I mean, cause right now in a typical like Pokemon game cycle, we would all be sitting in there and being like, man, I can't wait for raids. This is really cool. We're going to do some really cool stuff. And the rest of it looks so good. I know, right? That's the problem. And this is just one of those things that just kind of ruins it. And like, I, I think a lot of it looks really good. I'm, I would love, I, I mean, they have raids and it's the perfect mechanic to just bring them in is like, Oh, Hey, we finished some of the animations. Let's drop these like next 20. You know, and every month you get like 20 or however are missing. Hopefully not that many. <laughs> I'm hoping that there's like three, 300, three, 400 missing. I think 500 is a safe bet. A little over. Miss- I think the dex is going to be about five, 600. I think that's where you're going to see it. Yeah. I, I feel like if they get closer to 600, it's like, well, did you really need to cut the other, <laughs> the other <laughs> well, one? Well, so that's still like two thirds. Like that's still like leaving out a third, which is incredibly reasonable in my book. But if we get there and it's like three, 400 Pokemon, I think that's incredible. Incredibly disappointing. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere in the middle there. It's got to be. You got to push it over halfway. Yeah. You got to push it over halfway. But I don't want to go on too foot long. <laughs> this has been a long episode of you hearing a lot of opinions. Um, I hope I hope you find this enjoyable. So uh, I'm going to end it here. If you want to catch up on Puckle, you can go follow us on social media over on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. If you want to support the show, you can go over there and do it. Go to our T Public store. There's a bunch of cool stuff over there to buy merch-wise. People are wearing it here. You should do it too. Um, and then uh, what's the other thing I always talk about? Patreon. Go to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. That's a great place to go. And finally, uh, the Puckle YouTube has a bunch of cool stuff as well, battle videos. And Piddle's wrapping up. I think soon they're going to do the finals, and nobody knows the results, and they won't tell me the results. It's very frustrating. <laughs> So I guess that's that's it for me. I'm Trainer Thatch. Uh, I've been Oshwat. And everybody else is here too. And here in the Lavender Town uh, radio tower that's mobile in Columbus, Ohio, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.